Welcome to the Tips for Homeschool Science Show, where we're breaking down the lofty ideals of teaching science into building blocks you can use in your homeschool. I'm Paige Hudson, and for season three of this podcast, I'm sharing 10 lessons that I've learned from my 10 plus years of homeschooling. I hope that all of these lessons will help you on your homeschooling journey. I would love to connect with you beyond the earbuds. You can find me at Instagram at Elemental Science or drop me an email through the link on our website, which is ElementalScience.com. Before we begin today's lesson, I have a quick disclaimer to add. I don't claim to know everything there is to know about homeschooling, but these 10 lessons are ones that I've found important and useful in my homeschool journey, and I trust that you will too. So with that out of the way, let's dig in to today's lesson. If you only listen to one lesson this season, please let it be this one. Today, I'm sharing a lesson that I hope everyone knows about teaching science at home. I want you to know that it's okay to have a failed experiment. I want you to be assured that a failed experiment does not mean that you failed at teaching science. The one thing that I seem to keep hearing from people about teaching science is anxiety that experiments won't go as planned. I've heard variations of this fear, but in general, experiments tend to be a source of stress for homeschoolers. And while it's important that we do hands-on science activities with our students, things like experiments, demonstrations, and nature studies... They all help our students to see the face of science. I want you to be assured that a hands-on activity that doesn't go the way you planned doesn't mean that you failed at sharing the face of science with your students. In science, we learn from our failures. In fact, failed experiments are a normal part of the scientific process. In the homeschool setting, our goal is to have our experiments and demonstrations work most of the time, since we're using them as learning tools to show the face of science to our students. But when one doesn't go as planned, it doesn't equal a failed learning experience. Before homeschooling, I had plenty of lab experience, but experiments at home are a bit different. Here are three tips for doing experiments at home that I have discovered over our years. Tip number one, be prepared. The easiest way to prevent experiment duds is to have the supplies you need on hand. Some things you can control, like making sure you have toothpicks and marshmallows for a backbone demonstration. Some things you can't control, like the sun for testing the temperature in the sun versus the temperature in the shade. The idea is that you gather the things you can for the experiments you will do. If you're a type A homeschooler who plans it all out ahead of time, you can gather the materials you need for the activities you plan a week, a month, or even a year in advance. If you're a type B homeschooler who tracks what you do each day after it's done, you can keep a science supply cabinet or a box with supplies that are typically needed for experiments. That way, when the mood strikes you, you can dig into the science supply cabinet and start the science fun. Tip number two, always discuss. So being prepared sets you up for your hands-on science time. During that time, you want to keep talking with your students because they're learning not only from what they're seeing, but also from what you are sharing. And that's why good experiment books will include an introduction and an explanation. Here are a few things you can discuss along the way. Share the purpose. Ask the students what they're seeing. Talk about what you're seeing and how it relates to what you're learning. Discuss whether what they thought would happen is what they're seeing. 
share the explanation and make sure they understand it by asking a few more questions. If your experiment doesn't go as planned, chat about the reasons why you think this may have happened and then test those ideas if you have the time. Either way, discussing an experiment with your students helps to ensure that they're learning about science no matter what the outcome of the activity is. Finally, tip number three, don't get discouraged. So if you've worked hard on preparing and you've discussed the experiment along the way, but you just can't get out of that rut, I want to encourage you not to get discouraged. Don't give up on teaching science. Experiments in your house are not the only way to share the hands-on aspect of science. You can get outside for nature study. You can take your kids to a science museum. You can go to a co-op and let someone else handle those science experiments. You can take advantage of STEM camps in your area. You can let your kids play and design their own experiments. Just don't give them materials that could potentially combine and become something dangerous. Hands-on science should be fun, so don't get discouraged when it doesn't go according to plan. Instead, find a way to make it work for your family. So relax, not every experiment will go as planned, and that's okay. You can talk about it and repeat it if there's time on that particular day, but if you are prepared, if you always discuss, and if you don't get discouraged, your students will learn about science despite a failed experiment every now and then. If you want a few more tips for success with experiments, check out episode 20 from season one, where I share five tips to help you actually do experiments. Thanks for listening, and I hope you leave our time together encouraged in your homeschooling journey. Let me know what you think by leaving a rating or review in iTunes or in the podcasting app you use to listen to the Tips for Homeschool Science show. I would really appreciate you taking the time to do this as it encourages those of us who work so hard to put this podcast together for you to enjoy, and it also helps others find this podcast. I can't wait to share another lesson that I've learned in our homeschooling journey in our next episode. But until then, I hope you have a great week playing with science. This podcast is free for you to enjoy thanks to the programs we offer at Elemental Science. Our company got its start one day over 10 years ago with a simple question. If you're doing all that work to create science curriculum for our daughter because you can't find what you needed... Don't you think someone else is looking for the same thing? And with a whole lot of work, those simple plans for our homeschool became the several lines of award-winning science curricula we offer today. At Elemental Science, our goal has always been to provide you with easy-to-use science plans to help you share the wonders of science with your students. Come see how we can help you teach science at ElementalScience.com.